flat. I will cook your ass up so fast. And I'll tell him, oh, I killed a cow out back, baby. You think Christ would eat somebody? He would never do that. I will. I'm ready to hang them up, gut them and skin them and chop them up. You know what? I'm ready. I will eat your leftist ass like corn on the cob. I'm ready. I will. I will eat your ass. I will eat your leftist ass like corn on the cob. I'm ready. I will eat you. day of august we are live and local on the radio waves jose jose are you here are you here with me oh, I'm, here. I'm just trying to figure out how you would eat an ass like corn on the cob oh man i mean you'd have to you know what i mean slice it up uh what's he say slice it up <laughs> dice it up oh what is he oh and he's gonna uh something flat i will eat that ass like corn on the cob I will eat that leftist ass, but I mean, and when they come, I, mean, I just I was cooking ass, like a, like in the sexual connotation, like I'm gonna eat that ass. I was cooking. Or a, cook. he's gonna take a bite, a chunk out of your gluteus maximus. This is. I was gonna nibble. He's gonna nibble on your ass like corn, like maybe baby corn. You know, you know, nibble. You know how you I think you're thinking about it little. too much. I think you're thinking about yeah. You're just fantasizing too much about Alex Jones here. But and a little a, a, a ass kernel coming Moving out of your. On. Little, little ass kernel coming out of your bunghole there. Maybe. In the song, he says that if like, hey, if somebody comes and asks me, I was just cooking a cow out back. <laughs> oh, but he's actually going to eat a leftist. Dude, did you see that Project Veritas stuff today or something? Like, I saw it on, on Instagram. Some teacher, like super Antifa, super le- I'm like, oh my God. Was she the one that was making that? of allegiance to the uh, new no, flag no, 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 even worse i saw that one too oh, okay no this guy was literally making letting kids know and teaching kids that like um antifa is good and okay and went down with the government and uh and the government's bad even though antifa is sponsored by <laughs> the corporations and the government yeah it's pretty ridiculous but it is you what it be- is it is what it Amen. is. No doubt. Hey, I really appreciate everybody who's uh, watching Shotgun News, following us on all the social medias, uh, mainly just your favorite podcast app. Wherever you're hearing us right now, we're live Tuesday, Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. We've been going for a year about, and we like to give you guys the year. news as we see it. And tonight is a big show about cryptocurrency robot trading so robot mining trading (laughs) trading jose so no i mean robot mining i mean right we're gonna be mining an asteroid and shit robots for space no 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 like you hear about that though you know they do want to do that right they want to like mine asteroids in space cool i mean that's cool i don't what do you have you have a problem with that you're a space environmentalist or something no, I mean, I got a problem with that because all of a sudden, all of a sudden like, let's say they discover like a bunch of gold and silver on one of these asteroids, and that's going to put my 
My yeah. gold and silver. I got a problem with that because suddenly if somebody's doing that, that makes me less cool than one more person. Because that's pretty cool. Yeah, man. That is pretty cool. I mean, I start mining fucking asteroids and shit. Can you imagine? That would be pretty cool. I don't you imagine think, like I people honestly, are going into space. They're going to go into space to mine uh, Dogecoin on these asteroids. What's interesting is if they pull the meteor or like the asteroid into the Earth, you would you would expect that the molecular makeup of something that was flying through space at a speed that we don't really do for a long ass period of time. I mean that that molecular material. What is that? Is that something very unique? Then can we use that material, build off of it, and suddenly we'll have like this new thing that's even stronger than like steel iron, and we'll have like rock steel or meteor steel, and we can start building just the craziest buildings, things that yeah, like fucking it'll be like uh, what's that shit? Graphite, graphene. Yeah, something like that, and we can. We can suddenly build like. Wait, can can you check to see if my audio is good? Whoever's out there, Opie, um, I have to, I, I like I forgot I fucked up my knee as well. I've, I've had a fucking weird week. You know, it's only Tuesday. Congratulations on the three thousand subscribers and shout out to oh, Clay man, Clay Howell much. and Opie Taylor out in the chat. Dude, bro, I got so trolled, bro. Literally because like the day of, right? I already got over three thousand, and then all of a sudden, right before I went live, that shit dipped to like two thousand. 900 whatever i was like short by six 200 994 right and then after the live stream all of a sudden like i'm at like three three thousand ten now i'm like man you can go suck a dick bro no this is what happened you saw you were under and you're like damn it i'm gonna spend my whole afternoon making alt accounts and subscribing to myself <laughs> i think someone was trolling me on there but whatever shout out to you out there you know you're you're that much of a fan that you got that much time to dedicate to me, you know. So appreciate I, you. I mean, he, he definitely noticed it. Look, they're talking about it on Shotgun News. So, what are you gonna say? It was a successful troll. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. He'll what do troll. it again I mean, at four thousand. He'll do it again at five thousand. Yeah, honestly, I don't even know what to say about fucking like people that stalk me and shit anymore because it's like I don't know. It's almost like wow, man. You know what I mean? Like you know, you have that much time to dedicate. Look at, like, to, well, to stalking me and I'm just like a fucking loser or whatever. I know I'm not a loser, but I'm just a fucking I'm just a guy living in Mexico. You know what I mean? Like just some oh, weirdo. Come on, dude, if anybody else talk, I mean, if, listen I? to me, listen to me, listen to me, dude. How am I a celebrity? Bro? Listen, how to, me, am I a listen celebrity? to me, dude. If you're just a dude living in Mexico is how you say if anybody else was to talk to you and describe you that way, you would you wouldn't you'd say something. So I'm not gonna let you describe yourself like that. But I am just a guy living in Mexico. What am, what am I? What? No, am I sir. No, sir. You're a very big, popular YouTuber. Three thousand subscribers. Congratulations. Opie Taylor on the comments says, "LOL, who would do something like that?" I think it was him. Fuck you. Hey, you know what? No, oh, shout out to you, Opie, for the fifty dollar donation. I appreciate you. Thank now you, that you uh, did that, what should happen is is Somebody should make like 50, maybe 500 alt accounts, get you to anticipate a 4,000 subscriber YouTube stream <laughs> the day of, <laughs> full back 500 subscribers, and you just look like a dumbass out there. No, but you know, it's funny because like, honestly, honestly, like, um, like when I was doing the, the channel, right, I did, I celebrated 1,000 subscribers, right? But I didn't celebrate 2,000 because... I just kind of like blew past it. I didn't even realize, you know what I mean? And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh fuck, I'm, I'm approaching 
3,000. And I'm like, all right, I got to do something. So like I was already preemptive, you know, in the 3,000. But I probably get to 4,000 pretty quick, man. You know, the channel is growing pretty quick. Maybe. Hey. What do you mean maybe, yeah. bro? The fuck? Comment. Comment. I was going to get to 4,000, 5,000, 50 million. The fuck, bro? Comment coming in from Twitch from OT fucking, Marty. Fucking What's going on, dude? Mr. Haterade over here. Mr. Lodak says, I'm only sort of in here. I'm also in the other show. That's cool. I know Mr. Lodak. He's like is... in the Matrix, bro. He's like, he goes from like from one dimension to the other. Yeah. He's like, oh, they're talking about. That's a, that's a the dimensional warp thing. He zones out as soon as they pull up Doge technical analysis. He just goes, oh. Actually, he zones out the minute he's in the fucking chat. Well, no, when they start talking about Doge, he's just mute and turn on. Now he loves Doge, bro. Opie says, hey, I did start doing it after you said something about it. <laughs> yes. So anyways, yeah. Um, let's start with the Afghanistan thing and then move into the other stories, if you don't mind. Because Afghanistan's on everybody's radar. As opposed to cryptocurrency, making money off cryptocurrency. I mean, that's important, but... The Afghanistan thing is a little bit more uh, in the news right now, but we'll give it to how to make money off cryptocurrency and the best trading bots. And we want all of your guys' input. So if you guys have input on trading bots, put it in the comments. I mean, eventually, maybe. Another thing to do is tweet it to us, but you can just put it in the comments. That'll be fine. We'll remember. Okay. So here's the latest on Afghanistan. We're out, Jose. The war is over. Jose, your reaction, we're completely out of Afghanistan. There's nobody left, except for the citizens that were left behind. I think Jose had to go or something. So, with that being said, I'll hop into this article. It says, a former... Uh, so, this is an example of what currently the United States has uh, left Afghanistan, and we've left behind a bunch of uh, of our people to the Taliban controlled Afghanistan from business insider a, uh, a former US military interpreter stranded in Afghanistan says nobody told her the last flight out of the country was leaving seems interesting let's read on okay an American who previously served as an interpreter for the US military so it says an American an American who previously served as an interpreter for the United States military has been trying to arrange evacuation flights for herself and others, says she wasn't told the last flight out of the country was leaving. In an interview with CNN's Chris Cuomo on Monday night, this would be when we left, this was last night was when we left our local time, the woman said she was trying to leave, but not before she had helped at least some Afghan families and children Yo. out as well. Yo. Yeah, what's going on, Jose? Sorry. You back? Sorry, yeah, my computer crashed. Dude, it's been the weirdest fucking day. Yeah, too much. No, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Almost like I'm in the twilight zone. Sorry, did I miss anything? No, we're just talking about Afghanistan. And here, I'm just reading through this article. So <clears throat> this is an, an American who previously served as an interpreter, Jose, who was in Afghanistan trying to arrange evacuation flights for herself and others. And she wasn't told that the last flight out of the country was leaving. So here she is in an interview with CNN's Chris Cuomo 
on Monday, which is when we left yesterday, local time. And the woman said she was trying to leave, but not before she had helped at least some Afghan families and children out as well. Wow, what a hero. She goes, uh, but yeah, I mean, what about yeah, there's so many people that got left behind? I know. She you goes, know, I was I miss Bush, bro. He remember no children left behind, right? Remember? No child left behind. No. Whatever happened to that, bro? Whatever happened to that? I don't think any president before Joe Biden would have left Americans behind. Really? Really? I don't oh, think I mean, so. Joe Biden is the, the only traitor as far as I know. But he is the most popular president. He has a little bit of leg room to stand on. Maybe this is how he's going to But you know, it. look, listen, man. Antifa voted him in, right? Or the left, ultra left voted him in. And there are a bunch of traitors, right? Isn't that what people say? That there are a bunch of traitors? And so if, you know, Joe Biden doing traitor things, so, I mean, she makes goes, sense. Let's read Rabbi. Saying, wait, wait, saying, wait. We got a comment out here from Twitch. This guy has a long comment. Let's read it. When you, no, re- read it. when you realize that Richard Nixon and John F. Kennedy were the only two presidents who wanted Israel to stop their nuclear armament program. Uh, ah, okay, okay, moving on. <laughs> I mean... Is that a conspiracy theory? Not that we don't delve into no, those, I mean, but, but I mean, honestly, like, the truth is, is like, a strong Israel, not to say that our foreign policy should be centered around Israel's interests, clearly not. The United States government should have its foreign policy directed around the interest of America, but I don't see Israel as a big threat to us, so I don't see I why we... When... I wonder when the U.S. is going to start building pyramids. Well, I will say, so here's something interesting. What's uh, the, another name for Afghanistan? Isn't it called? Afghanistan. No, I think it's called an empire killer. I think is what it's called. Because any empire that goes there, whether it's the United, the England, the English Empire, the <clears throat> Soviet Union, or now the American Empire, leaves in defeat. So yeah, even think, China, way back in the day, many, many, and nobody, nobody's ever been able to. Right. Okay. So here the interpreter goes, I just can't believe nobody told me that this is the last flight. In an earlier interview with the network, she said that 19 children, including two with disabilities, were among the 37 people sheltering in her home. Their families had worked with the U.S. citizens. This is alleged, obviously. She said on Monday that for the past 48 hours, she and her com- uh, com- companions had been going from gate to gate following the State Department instructions and getting past Taliban checkpoints in their effort to secure safe passage out. Worried for her safety and that of the people she was sheltering with, now that the United States has left, she said, I never had the heartbeat that I have today, this morning, when they told me the Americans left. Is this a picture? Man behind barbed wire fence at the Kabul airport. You know what it looks like? It looks like a big Trump rally. (laughs) This is like Antifa standing outside. (laughs) You know what? Put the White House right here. And this is is Washington, D.C. last summer. (laughs) All right, moving on. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, this whole thing is not a... It's not looking good. Not a good look. No, to leave Americans behind and just to get everybody out. Okay, the situation is markedly different from the commitment made by President Joe yeah, Biden. But I, I think I told you, right? I think I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or I was telling somebody else about it. But oh, oh no, no, that video. I don't know. I mean, 
I've sent a video to you guys on the Discord. I think I sent it to you in uh, one of these last videos I sent you on Afghanistan. And just basically, I don't know if you, I mean, I don't know if you want to play it, but I think it's very important to the no, making a lot of important points that nobody's talking about at all, period, on any, anywhere, only here on Shotgun News. But basically, this whole um, fall of Afghanistan has already been in the making for a while, ever since Trump, uh, you know, uh, made that deal with him. But it wasn't what we think. You know, I mean, basically, you know what? I'm, I'm going to find that video. Because, no, dude, uh, don't show me a don't, video. Don't show me a video, dude. We're not going to play a video. I'm not right, doing right. that. No, but I think it's it's very instrumental because it's basically all I'm saying is that like ever since Trump made that deal, um, the Taliban have basically taken over the country. You know, all these tribes, all these whatever have literally taken over the country. And so by the time by where where we are now, um, by the time that we were like pulling out or whatever, the way that we pulled out, you know, basically we literally lost the war. We were out, outrun, I mean, uh, outnumbered and overrun by Afghani uh, Taliban. And, uh, you know, it's uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, the, the video, I, mean, I, I, I just wanted to show you because they show, like, a map there, and it's only, like, a few seconds. And within the map, you get to see what I mean, where, you know what I mean? You get to see, like, the whole takeover of the Taliban, you know, throughout. Um, yeah, you see, look, look, you see all that, look, look, you see that map that's being played right there? <clears throat> Long story short, um, uh, like about two years ago, the U.S. had total control of Afghanistan. And um, ever since they, you know, shook that hand, you know, with Trump, it has nothing to do with Trump, by the way. It, it was just the fact that God, from that moment, no, 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 because it was from that moment on that the Taliban, they, um, they, they, they took that as a, like, how do I say this? Like, um, like a sign, you know, it had nothing to do with the U.S. They were just trying to convey something to the other Taliban in the sense of but like anyways long story short they, they were using that like okay from this moment on now now that the Trump you know or what a, a president a president has come out here and said okay we're going to start pulling out they basically took that as a green light okay they're pulling out and they set a date so that means that we can pull in you know what I mean and then they all started coming out of their caves they started out coming out of everywhere and before you know it by the time you know, early August comes along, the whole, everything is overrun. And so, you know, the U.S. should have already been pulling out and uh, should have, you know, done this the right way, but should have been doing this for months. But the U.S. has been so, uh, how do I say this? Like, you know, the empire, you know, like, oh, we're just going to do whatever we want, when we want, whatever. But it didn't work this time around. The Taliban were really serious about that. The US I don't knew. know. You know, no, like no, but for after... real, but this is all fact. This is not like this is all recorded. This is all like there. The thing is, like, no one's talking about it because no one really, no one really remember everybody. Listen, last Jose, year, listen, Jose. Remember, this all happened through last year. Everybody last year was busy with the virus and and been busy with a bunch of other stupid shit and the, and the elections. They weren't, they, they had no idea. You know, no one's paying attention to fucking Afghanistan Dude, last I, year. I'm telling you that with our, our, our bureaucracy, the, I've been watching a lot of United States military videos, not like, you know, that, that history channel I sent you. And it makes you really realize like how in depth and thought out each step of any process is. And this one is just completely either so ill-managed or purposefully. So one of the two has to be true. And I can't believe that it would purposefully, or I'm sorry, that it would just happenstance be so mismanaged the way it's the way it's look been. honestly you know so the more, i think I it's think... i think it's something's going on where 
Look, on that obviously plane, this, is this isn't ending. They, if they really felt the same way the majority of Americans feel, eighty percent of Americans think this was done in a terrible way. If the military, yes. if the brass of American, uh, the military people who aren't focused on COVID, their their top, you know, as soon as you get to the top of the military, it becomes a political position, just like that guy who's talking about SJW stuff. But the people in Afghanistan, those military leaders on the ground. They're not. They don't get, care about COVID at all. And all the whole summer and all of last year, they were thinking strategy. I mean, they they must have been thinking strategy. No, man, but they have nothing to do. But it's not. It's not what you think, man. It's like the people from above. You know what I mean? Like meaning, like the people on the ground, like the lieutenants or soldiers or whatever. They got nothing to do with anything. They're just taking orders. That's it. And the orders are coming from above. Now, listen. What happened was again, Trump already had something in place, and the Taliban. They don't give a fuck. They didn't know the people in Afghanistan. They didn't know or care about the elections in the U.S. or anything like that. They're just moving with business. And then when when Biden took over, they were so busy doing all that, pushing that leftist agenda and pushing whatever the fuck they were trying to do. You know, all the things that they were doing that they basically they probably just didn't pay any attention or really cared or really just thought you know, the audacity that saying like, oh, whatever, we can just do whatever we want with Afghanistan. I know that Trump said X, Y, Z date, but, you know, we set the date and we're just going to fucking come out whenever we want, blah, blah, blah. But then by the time they realize, oh, wait a minute, we can't. It's too late. You get what I'm saying? It's all like, it's like, you know, what I mean, there's like all these uh, Afghani fucking soldiers all over the place, all these Taliban's everywhere. And so, damn, I think it was just it was bungled, man. Honestly, to tell you the truth, I mean, I, don't, I mean, maybe maybe on purpose. Maybe or maybe not, but I mean, honestly, if you really <clears throat> look down on it, you know, what I mean, like, um, they were too busy, you know, um, with the general, you know, General Milley. He was too worried, more worried about coloring his purple hair and uh, being, no, being no. gender neutral. Yeah, but he's, actually, he's a you know, to take care of what he had to take care of in Afghanistan with the pullout and shit. He, he's and then, not even you know, as 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 he was probably probably trying to pull out, Biden was like, no, 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 don't pull, pull out, don't this, don't that. I'm telling you, man, it's 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 it really. I think they they fucked it up, but it could have been a fuck up on purpose. But it, it but it just the same as that they fucked it up just because they fucked it up, and a lot of it had to do with orange man bad, you know, meaning like. They were just fucking it up because they were just oh my you know, doing the opposite of whatever Trump was doing, which was Trump was doing the right thing. You get what I'm saying? The right way. And that's all I'm saying. I mean, he was, he was Trump was just basically saying, OK, you guys know what to do in order to pull out. You know, do you guys handle it? You guys do it, whatever. But then, you know, they came into power and then they, they fucking flipped the script and, you know, just fucked it all up. And, well, you've seen the result now. It's fucking disaster. It's fucking horrible. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Sorry about my rant, bro. Just, you know. But, you know, most people don't don't know. Most people think that, you know, it's something completely different, man. You know, we we fucked it up, but, you know, it, it, it was a lot more complicated than that. You know, we were already on our way out and then Biden and their whatever. They really just. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they did, bro. They just like they took a giant shit on the chest of Afghanistan. It's like what? And, and the American people, you know, what I mean, so. Don't you agree? Yes, I totally agree, Jose. Let's see what the commenters are saying about that. I miss Trump, bro. We miss Trump. I mean, again, I'm, you know me. I don't really care about the whole thing, but you know, at least Trump. Uh, oh, least you don't, you don't really in, care about the, the whole thing. Through. No, but he let you don't care about through. the whole thing yet. Uh, you have all the answers to the whole thing. Always, always, you know it. Yeah, exactly. oh. No, but Trump. I mean, at least he. Let you the don't really care about it, but uh, hey, let me know? tell you how it works. 
Go ahead. Yeah, Trump, Trump let the right people do their job. Don't you agree? You know what I mean? Like he, he put. Well, the, I don't think know? we know exactly why, like what just happened, and with why they did what they did right there. Maybe you're right. Maybe it was just Joe Biden got in office, told his entire you know military to hey freeze. We're gonna have the you know whatever you're doing in Afghanistan just freeze. But I have to imagine that like top brass who actually care about the mission, who who know about I I know the orders come from the top down and maybe they really did just freeze everybody and then just recognize at the very last moment hey everybody rush to this airport and don't pick up any of your other equipment like what but yeah man because remember they were all too worried about that woke program remember aren't they trying to get everybody to get fucking woke or something the whole army aren't they trying to get the whole army woke yeah, and but that's vaccinated? like dude, the, the the military of all people can do more than one thing at once like they're, they're no actually the military there's a lot of reports man a lot of fucking people like you see like the military is like complaining they're like they can't keep up they can't they're already they're already busy enough with the whole curriculum all the shit that they do and now they got to do all this uh indoctrination fucking uh, whatchamacallit like the woke uh lgbt inclusive uh, army shit and then they're, the vaccine but you're, stuff like you just this. like you just said there if they're in a process that trump got them into where they're saying hey you don't kill us we are leaving because uh you know we don't want to be here anymore so we're leaving so you don't kill us and just uh you know we will just slowly back away and you don't think of all the missions when the joe biden presidency comes into play they're just so concerned about woke culture that it just yeah, whatever, dude. I mean, I know there's this deadline or whatever, but we're focused no, on no, this whole culture. You think that just happens by circumstance? No, 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 no. Remember, and Biden and these people, they're NWO. They're like the whole, you know what I mean? That whole thing there, you know, uh, new, you know. So anyways, they, they were like, they were really unhappy with Trump leaving Afghanistan. So they said, no, we're going to freeze that shit. We're not leaving. We're fucking staying. Fuck that shit. But nobody passed the memo on to the Taliban, is what I'm saying. And then the Taliban, before they before they knew it, they fucking overran all of Afghanistan. And then when the U.S., you know, basically saw what was happening, it was too late. And then they realized, oh, we have to leave now. And then that, I mean, that's, I think that's, it was basically what happened, man. I'll tell you the truth, man. I mean, sometimes it's always, the, it's like the most, um, what's an obvious answer. And I really think that it, that's it. You know, they, they were just, you know, they just thought NWO, all these people were like, oh, no, we're just going to fucking, um, you know, we say, we dictate, we, we're the ones that run how all this. And um, and no, man, you know, uh, Trump already set that into motion. And it, with that action, when Trump already set that into motion, it's, it's all about the Taliban's, you know, the Taliban people. You know, they were doing their own thing. And, and, and like I said, the U.S., they were just sleeping on their laurels, bro. I don't know what the t- look, man. All the best I can well, say. Then why, is for why anyone, do you hold pretend on. We're, we're, just two seconds. Answer. Two seconds. Two seconds. All I all I can say is like anyone that knows Mike Tyson back in the day when he I think was fighting Buster Douglas, um, and everybody thought he was gonna kick his ass, and then Buster Douglas kicks Tyson's ass because basically Tyson didn't train, didn't take him seriously, didn't care, didn't whatever. I think it was just something like that. I think it was just basically Afghanistan just knocked out, you know, the U.S. Um, because the U.S. was eating shit. You know, I mean, basically Biden and then their administration, you know, they weren't paying attention to what what Trump already sent into motion. They didn't take it seriously. And then that's it. I mean, they got they knocked themselves out. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. I don't think I mean, it know. is embarrassing. I don't think it's we so know. embarrassing. Yeah, I don't huh? think we know what happened, but I, I do know that it should be investigated. So. Yeah, OK. I mean, I get it. I get that. But it's like, OK, what the fuck's an investigation going to do? You get what I'm saying? Actually, like, that's going to do the more political harm than anything. So. 
But you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, it's like, how's, what's, how's that going to solve anything for you? The, the American people. <laughs> by the way, by the way, Biden. somebody put out a meme the other day, like saying that each, each American, okay. Like, oh yeah. Saying, oh yeah. Somebody says like, I donated $0 to the democratic party, but they forced me to donate $235 to the Taliban party, you know, because <laughs> when you divide the 800 billion, you know, between the people, you really don't see the benefit. You don't see the benefit. You don't see the benefit of an investigation. Really? No, but what I'm saying really? is like, it's uh, what's how's what's that, how's that going to solve anything? How's that going to fix anything? You know what I mean? Not everything. That's all I'm saying. Dude, like, you know not mean? everything's okay, about. Sure, you can investigate it. Oh, you know. Ooh, Don't you okay. understand the political chessboard? How this works? That's what you do. Yeah, again, you, you hang know, it over Joe Biden's administration's head for a long yeah. ass time. Remember, I said this a long. The fact that we don't understand eighty percent. I mean, Americans don't agree on a lot, but mm-hmm. for eighty percent of Americans to say that this was terrible should be investigated dude we left behind so much military weapons to people who as soon as they came into the room at at the the city they are still chanting death to america we left them a lot of material for people chanting death to america we left americans behind bro i mean if there's any reason to investigate a government wouldn't this not be it i mean why else would we investigate anybody for anything he left americans behind enemy lines gave them a bunch of weapons and apparently it didn't need to be this way. Mm-hmm. Very obviously. There's a report out that the Taliban actually offered control of Kabul, whatever the city's name is, to be the in the United States' hands. As soon as the Afghani military fell, the Taliban reached out to the United States ambassadors and said, hey, uh, would you guys like to control the city of Kabul or we, we, can, we can run it and we'll just have you let you keep the airport. And apparently... Mm-hmm. The ambassador said, we'll just take the airport and you guys can control the city. I mean, it's just either incompetence. Again, and we, and mean, we left and we not only like we, we didn't just say, hey, you guys can control the city. We said, you guys can control the city. And by the way, you can have it before we even leave. Or I'm sorry, before we even get our equipment out. It has to be investigated. I mean, you think, didn't they investigate Trump for just delaying I mean, not that, not that the Trump impeachments were correct, but they they investigated Trump for literally just potentially delaying the reunion of like the reunion of uh, an arms deal with Ukraine that wouldn't take effect until like 2022 or something. Like it was it was in the future, and it was Trump not immediately just saying, "Of course we'll renew that." Oh, of course we'll renew that. So yeah, Trump I mean, was course, investigated you know- for that. You should definitely investigate Joe Biden's administration for this. Yeah, if we, I agree okay. one million percent. If we, and especially if we lived in a fair and just society in which these investigations, you know, um, the fake ones, you know, will get thrown out, and the real ones would actually, um, you know, like serve a purpose, you know, meaning that they'll serve a penalty. But in this case, you know, no, no matter what they do, the investigation is just like a carrot that they dangle in front of the you, the horse. Um, but at the end of the day, it doesn't solve anything. And no Max ever. in the comments, no yeah. Max in the comments says we left a Nighthawk, and that thing uh, can kill a lot of people. Clay Howell says, so we are concluding that the Democrats are working with the Taliban. <laughs> yes. yes, I think the yeah. Democrats are concluding that they don't want to say it like that way, but even the Democrats when they came out today, they said, 
uh, I just want to say that the the Taliban has been, um, what were the words? They use businesslike and something else. So they, they were complimenting the Taliban. They said they were very businesslike. That was one of the words they used, businesslike. There was one other word too. It, was, it wasn't like friendly. It wasn't accommodating. It wasn't something like that. It was just businesslike and then one other word, maybe like uh, tra not transactional, something like this though. Very professional. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's, it's going to be interesting to see what the Taliban do with Afghanistan. Not from an American perspective, but just from a perspective of what happens next. It'll be interesting to see what the Taliban choose to do because now they have they have probably the backing. They have a legitimate claim that they saved the country from United States control. So the people should respect that a little bit. And I think they're going to have a more genuine government in Afghanistan than they've ever had in the past. Right? Mm -hmm. Don't you think? I mean, China is reaching out to them. What's their economy? I mean, the What's their the economy Taliban, like? Do you remember, know what their economy is? The thing is that the Taliban, remember, they're just like a bunch, a bunch of, a band of... Uh... A fucking uh, what is it? Nomads and stuff. And so there's also everyone out there has always been trying to create like an actual central government for Afghanistan, but it never works. And so I, I, no, it's not gonna work. It doesn't. They don't have any authority. They don't. You what's know, they their, don't. What's the their people, economy? No, no, no. For, hold on. The people deal directly. The governments deal directly with the Taliban. They don't deal directly with the Afghan government. You know what I mean? What's their economy built off? Do you know? I'll Google it. <laughs> well, like whenever you watch the videos from Afghanistan, it does look like, and I don't, you know, not for the women, but it does look like they're having fun. You know, have you, have you also noticed that? Like fun? there's just, yeah, like there's a bunch, like they're having fun, like a bunch of people out in the street with guns and they're just hopped up on their vehicles and they're, uh, Oh, you mean the videos now? Yeah. yeah maybe. They're celebrating the celebrating America leaving after 20 years. I suppose. It's still, I mean, so what, are, you they, what, what exactly are they usually what doing? doing? Huh? What are they usually Remember, some doing? of those people, they were born right right before or right after the U.S. got there. And they're, they've spent their whole life, um, this whole thing. And now they were about to be recruited to fight, you know, the U.S. and all this other shit. So, I mean, this is like uh, an awesome. It's like, you know, all of a sudden, it's like a lot of people that survived the 20 years, you know, the few people that survived all those yeah. years. Um, you know, and all of a sudden, yeah, the US they don't have to die for it. Yeah, they don't got to die huh? anymore. They don't got to get uh, recruited into being fi um, like fighters of an actual right. force on the ground as strong as the United States. Right. Max says, I hate the Taliban because they pretty much because they posed in that World War II photo where they were holding up the flag. So they're kind of mocking the United States. But, you know, I mean, if China, well, nobody if likes the Taliban, bro, uh, who, I mean, that's the thing. I don't know why anyone sees like, oh, you have to like the Taliban or not. No, man. The point is, is that those motherfuckers, okay, are out there doing their own thing, their own crazy Taliban shit. But the point I'm making is that if we are really, um, you know, uh, what is it, the vestige of freedom, then we got to let those people be crazy over there and leave them alone. We can't be going out there trying to fucking take over, you know what I mean? And trying to change them into something civilized. The fuck are we, bro? Dude, you know what I, mean? Lodak, like, I mean, we're nobody. We're nobody. Because you know what? No, they were an there's, empire. There's so many. Hold on, hold on. There's many more atrocities out there. You know, going on around the world. They're way worse even than what's going on in Afghanistan. No, man, don't you don't care. understand, dude. We're the American yeah. Empire, and whether you like it or not, that's who the that's who we are. And, um, so, 
if you say, hey, it's not our position to be, it's nobody's position to be in control of anything else. But if we're not in control of it, maybe somebody else is in control of it. So what are the interests of the American empire? I agree with you, though. The Afghanistan people have an awesome opportunity here that they're probably going to squander. Um, Mr. Lodak says all of the heavy-duty stuff, like the planes and tanks, had a kill switch and a disable switch. They only have the guns and ammo. I don't believe that's true, Mr. Lodak. And I don't know where you're getting your propaganda from because that would have definitely been mentioned in so many press conferences by that Jen Psaki. And I watched those, and she did not have a kill switch. And they have night vision goggles, which were the American superpower for 20 years because the Taliban did not have night vision goggles. And the now thing they got is, it. look, they they do have a kill switch, but they just didn't kill it. They didn't. Maybe that's true because I saw that there was a, the an American problem. helicopter fly, flying today. Yeah, but then that's the problem, though. You get what I'm saying? The problem it, is that they they both the, most of those things do have a kill switch. You know what? Everything little... everything has a kill switch of some sort. They just didn't do. They didn't. They didn't fucking. They didn't destroy the. Dude, some of look, man. Destroying a Black Hawk helicopter is sometimes just as easy as uh, you know, what I mean, like fucking up some chains in the black rotor. You get what I'm saying? And they can't fix that ever. Ever, you know what I mean? So it's like it's not like it, they just get a wrench and they fucking or a hammer and they hit the back of the fucking helicopter and that's it and it's disabled. You know what I mean? I mean, let alone an actual kill switch. You know what I mean? But I mean, that's a physical kill switch. You know what I mean? And they, they no, were they not don't have it, ordered. Jose. I'm telling you, they do not have a kill switch. You don't think? Anyways, anyways, you, even you if do they not even, believe. okay, okay, well, look, look, who cares? Even if they didn't, no, they, bro, they like don't. I already said, even if they didn't, they have other ways to disable these vehicles. Oh really? I, like I said, if you hit if you hit a, a helicopter, sounds like you're making excuses for. What, what do you mean? Sounds like excuses? you're making excuses. No, for, I'm telling that's, you, that's that what it sounds like. Oh, no, yeah, kill switch. The soldiers, remember, the soldiers have nothing to do with it, man. This is all coming from above. The people from above kept telling the soldiers and everybody there, "Hold your ground." Hey, hold can your you ground. hop on to hold your quick, ground? They kept saying to hold their oh, ground, and that's God. the thing. And so by the time that these soldiers and everybody there is evacuating, they don't got time to be destroying a helicopter. They're trying to save their own life. You know what Can I mean? somebody take that D Live link and put it in the Discord? I'll pull that article up. Thanks for the link. But you get what I'm saying, right? I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying no, that it was, here's it was the, chaotic. Here's, it was listen. chaotic on purpose. You know what I mean? Like they didn't. Well, two things. If like honestly, man, if you think listen, about it, if you're a soldier, are you going to be hitting a kill switch if you're trying to escape and save your life? Yeah. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, I would actually because you would you would literally care more about that than saving your own life, Jose. All right, I guess you would. I you guess don't you understand this, bro. You're a true Jose, soldier, bro. You clearly don't understand the situation, do you? No, I clearly, I clearly don't understand your loyalty. I apologize, uh, No, you don't understand the situation because when I the don't? United when the United States ran into the airport, they left a plethora of weapons to the Taliban, who then were walking outside of the. These were weapons being pointed right at the United States and the United yeah, States citizens. Correct. So when you say you wouldn't, use, you wouldn't use the kill purpose. switch to go ahead, you're not your choice isn't to use the kill switch or take your take your equipment back or have to die there yourself. But In again, fact, dude, it would make more sense for you to activate the kill switch or to collect your own military weapons before evacuating into the airport and leaving those weapons in the hands of people who might use them against you. The choice is, was never... Oh, man, all I'm saying is that all these things do have a kill switch and they chose not to fucking disable any of them. They don't have a kill switch, That's bro. It. Here's the they other reason why... leaving it there I... for them. They left it there for them. That's you it. You don't think yeah. that the Democrat Party would be... They love power. They're trying to change the voting system to... 
edge out as many votes yeah, as possible. Yeah, but it's not the, the Democratic Party. Believe... It's, the, it's someone from above giving these orders. You know, whoever Listen, the fuck that you is. Don't, so you really don't believe that the Democratic Party, after getting hammered for the past two weeks about leaving equipment for the enemy, they wouldn't say, we got a fucking kill switch, and you guys got to stop acting like we don't know what we're doing, because we got a fucking kill switch, and lay that shit out for the American people. But they're not well, doing no, but that the kill because they don't got it. Yeah, but you know, it would I mean, be I don't the best interest of the exact people. What I'm saying. A it would be kill switch the... is a word that describes many things. A kill switch doesn't have to be like a button that you press like a thousand miles away and it stops the thing from working. A kill switch is many, 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 many fucking things. You get what I'm saying? Literally getting a fucking hammer and destroying a piece of equipment. You get what I'm saying? Is the same thing. I mean, like you, you hit the kill switch. You broke it. You killed it. It would be in the best interest of the people in power and who have the ability to make the decision to declassify something to say that they have a kill switch and that they can eliminate the threat of the weapons that we left being used against us. And they are not greenlighting permission to release information like that. But again, most of these kill switches are done to do it. Most of these kill switches are done there in person. They're not done overseas. They're not done like remotely. You get what I'm saying? You got to there. You have to do it there physically. Like disable the guns, disable the. Well, these, why these is there equipment. a helicopter flying around with our? Because it didn't disable anything. That's it. As simple as that. So your argument is that there is a kill switch, but they're not going to use it because they have a different plan. No, man. Like I said, I think that most soldiers that would be ordered to do that, they had a choice of whether, again, be getting free, leaving, or doing that. And I think most of them, you know, chose to. Go free. And by the way, again, a kill switch could be as simple as disconnecting a battery and the Afghan people have no idea how to connect that battery to make that thing work again. You know what I mean? Hmm. Hey, I'm trying to pull up some of these comments because... Yeah, but that's I mean, that's all I'm saying, bro. The kill switch isn't like an actual kill switch. You know what I mean? It's like literally just disabling these things. There's a million ways to disable hey, you want to grab know? the comments? Because I don't know if I can grab them. What do you what do you what about the comments? People have been leaving us links. See, Max Mole right now says, "Can someone put this in the Discord for me?" But like I said, like I was telling you earlier, man, you know, we were supposed to be leaving in a timely fashion ever since, you know, um, you know, again, you like don't know remember, that, man. when 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 uh, when Biden took office, you know, all the election, Biden took office, all these things. But after he took office, you know, basically he put all this to a stop and all that was supposed to keep going. And that's it. And then that's just basically, you know, yeah, I think that's, that's all it was. And again, whether it was on purpose or not, you know, whether it was bravado or not, whether it was orange. Man well, you know, what I, you know, what I've not. never seen, you know, I've never seen like imagine if maybe, but imagine if China had held a piece of territory of the United States for 20 years or any country. Imagine if the Chinese held Cuba for 20 years and the Cuban people finally get the Chinese to leave. And then the Cuban people suddenly go start putting on all of the Chinese military equipment and they're walking around in all their camouflage. Isn't that a little strange? Yeah. I think that's super weird that all the Afghanis are now walking around with all the United States military equipment, like the camouflage, everything, the camouflage. That's some, some really good military equipment, bro. I don't know what I you're guess, talking I about. I guess, like. hey, if you're if you're a very poor country, maybe you'll take what you can get. You don't really care. Dude, yeah, dude, they're wearing that shit like a badge of honor. They're wearing it like, uh, like you know, that's the skin of, uh, you know, the scalp of their killed uh, 
you know, a villain or rival or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. They're wearing, they're not. I mean, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, why is that strange? There's nothing strange about Super that. strange you know because mean? if like, I was, if I would have just gotten away from a military invasion in like uh, the United States and China, and then suddenly there was a guy walking around in Chinese military gear. No, no. I, but, I think, I think that guy would be, mostly, uh, I think that guy would be dealt with actually. I think that guy would be kind of like, hey, are you one of them Chinese sympathizers? It's military gear and equipment, not uniforms. Oh, it is their uniform. Oh, they're not dressing up like fucking. You they know what I mean? are actually. Yes, they are. Oh, they're dressing up like fucking Sailor Man, like Sailor Moon or whatever, like fucking, uh, like, like in full, like in full. Just uh, you know, they're just dressing up all like of everything. With their, with their, they got their fucking. They they put they made names that name what's a they basically made tags Habib <laughs> everything you know, except fucking, for the name. They tag, get the nice haircut and everything. Yeah, they might oh, even. Okay. I think right, they. Uh, you know, I think the name tags even like say. The name tags are stitched onto those uniforms, and they're still they're walking around with old, you know, mm-hmm. name tags. I would love to see photos of this. I mean, I'll pull them up. Hey, yeah, let's... yeah, it'd be great. That'd be great. That'd be great. I will. I can't believe it'd you be amazing. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't seen that. But I mean, I do know that they are using all the equipment and a lot of that. Um, those uniforms, you know, what I mean, uh, they are very, uh, you know, again, they're Contact. equipment. You know, these uniforms are like fucking like armor. And you know they're just they're equipment. You know what I mean? I don't know what to tell you. And these these Taliban, they're a military um, group. You know they're a military, um, you know like a gang. Just think of like a fucking gang, like the Bloods and the Crips, I guess. I don't know. So of course they're gonna want all those guns and and all that ammo and all that, all those. You know what I mean? Those uniforms, those armors, all that armor, all that shit. Of course they want it. Why wouldn't they want it? Here, I don't understand. Where am I mistaken here? Usually you do that when you take over somebody, you know, when you take over another whatever, you get their their stuff, their weapons. No, dude, you know? it's not like when we beat the Nazis, we started putting on all their gear, bro. I mean, I'm just telling you, it's fucking weird. You think England and these places, London, started walking around with all of the gear on of the Nazis? No, but it's it was strange. a complete, but it's because they already had their own gear and it was a completely different animal, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. You can't compare one with the other. The two different. Do you don't think these guys have all their own? They're two very, very different fucking things. Well, I didn't say it as as complete evidence of something strange going on, but I think it is a little strange. I don't think. Yeah, the whole thing is. Yeah, everything's been. That's military. Those are United States military camouflage vests, everything. And those, these are the F. These are the Taliban entering. Yeah, it's equipment, bro. Do you know anything? If you're playing Call of Duty, bro, you know how much equipment they're wearing, bro? I suppose it is just equipment. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. What do you... Hey, I'm just bringing up a point, bro. Dude, have you seen... You gotta... Like, you gotta like, hey, hey, at least my... On, hey, hey, wait a second. 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 At least my Punch. points I can point to. Your points are like, oh, bro, for sure they have a kill switch. Why wouldn't they have a kill switch? Oh, but they're not going to use the kill switch. I didn't say okay. any of that. Hey, and, and then, and then my about. point, my point is, it's a little strange that, that they're wearing all the equipment, bro. And you're Dude. and you go, hey, what are you talking about, bro? This is so obvious. Dude, they could just <laughs> okay. right there the helicopter. They could just stick a fucking piece of dynamite in the rotor, and it's done. I don't understand, dude. You just you're you're, I'm you're telling you, you're, you're, you're putting words in my mouth. All I, I said <laughs> is that we, the soldiers, the people down there. If they want, if they had the orders, that they gave them the orders to fucking destroy that shit, they 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 would have, but they didn't get the orders. And if they did get the orders again, it was way too late because again they were, you know, they're all running out of there. 
So I don't, I, I'm not, I don't understand what, what, what your, what the disconnect is, bro. I mean, are you, are you kidding me right now? Like anyone can, can, they can fucking destroy anyways. And so right now what they're wearing, if you look at like, let's say Russian, have you ever seen like Russian military gear? It's very similar. They look exactly the same. I mean, so that's the thing, you know, like a lot of people, you know, this is not like World War Two. This is not, you know, they're not wearing like Dude, fucking, they were just, you know, they were just occupied with a fucking little badge and the flag and the this and no, dude, it's a completely so different I, animal right here's now. Here's what we're, I take away from it. Here's, time, here's what I take away from it. I don't think the United States was much of a threat to their way of life because if they were a true threat to their way of life, they wouldn't walk around in their equipment. If they were a terrorizing force, the United States government was a terrorizing force in that culture, they would not dress up as them or even want anything to do with anything that reminds them of them when they leave. So clearly the United States was giving money to the military industrial complex, probably some, they were just sitting over there in camps and like, Hey, uh, so what are we doing for the rest of the, ever since 2006, 2008, I guess we're waiting for to kill bin Laden. And then right after that, it was like, what do we, we're just going to wait over here and spend money and equipment. And these people, they have nothing against the United States. They're just happy that the United States is leaving. And sure, it's some good military equipment. It's like your buddy moves out from uh, his house and, or some, you know, maybe from college and he leaves his all of his shit around. And he's like, hey, guys, I don't I don't need any of this anymore. And everybody just kind of walks in and goes, hey, hey, you left and look at all this shit we got. Cool, cool. That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. I'm trying to find the link that the commenters are posting because apparently Jose is not going to be able to do this for me. So that's fine. But yeah, man, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, they're very different culture, very different people. And um, it's not for us to understand. I mean, if we want to take the time to understand them, then we might be able to understand them. But just to, to think that we can compare them to our way of life and think that they have to be that way or they're, you know what I mean? Or else that's very, you know what I mean? That's a uh, very fucking Antifa of us, you know what I mean? So to me, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, you don't, you don't have to sit there and understand, you know, why they do what they do at the end of the day. Um, you know, if we're talking about just like America and we're talking about like our situation out there, you know, um, first of all, we didn't belong out there. We shouldn't have been there, but no, yeah, no, I, I disagree. Dude. I disagree. And, you know, I'm glad that we're out of there and we left. I'm great. But, I agree um, that. We left you know, in the most horrible way possible only because of the incompetence of these people that are in power. But we don't and know a that. Lot of people, a, lot know of, that. a lot of people think that all these people in power are all knowing and all powerful and they're the fucking, they know everything, but they're not, brother. It's a fucking bunch of morons. And, and you got to remember, man, you know, a lot of these people that are really in power, they were in power generations ago. These are the kids of the kids of the rich kids, okay? So basically, you know, that's why everything is all fucked up and they're fucking everything up because they're a bunch of spoiled brat rich kids, you know, trying to fucking, uh, you know, uh, what is it like a do a better job than daddy that created, you know, the whole world that we're living in in a sense. And and they're just fucking it up, man. And so we're seeing it and it's a uh, one thing after the other. It's, 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 it's been obvious. I mean, for years already, you know, we've been seeing it one thing after another, one after another, after another. And um, this is not any different. This is not any different. So that's all it is, man. I mean, but they, they just fucked it up, man. And like, I'm not, I mean, I, I, it's kind of fucked up to, for me to even say this, you know, in the sense of like, man, I, I can't believe I'm saying this. But the reality is, is that, man, Trump actually, even him being there, man, 
Like um, he, he actually did a good job, man. You know, believe it or not, because it wasn't he wasn't one of those spoiled brat, brat rich kids. You know, he was at least trying to do what I don't know. Any yeah, he did. He was walking in, he, in he, the best he possible said it to way. Us. You know. He said you know it to I mean? everybody. He's in, in like a campaign video. He was explaining how he went around the world and told other leaders to represent their people, and I'm going to represent my people. It's like he's mm-hmm. teaching the NWO how to interact with him now that there's a president in charge who cares. He's like, no, here's how you negotiate with me. You're going to represent your people, and I'm going to represent my people. <laughs> and AKA, that man, that's not of, what they were of- doing. <laughs> Dude, a lot of the world, man. That's the thing, too. Like, a lot of people in the U.S. are kind of get fucked up. A, a lot of the world loved Trump, and they hate this Biden guy. I mean, this is just a straight-up fact, and everybody in the U.S., you know, or at least the people that voted for Biden, they they're, they think that everybody hated Trump and hated Orange Man bad just as much as they did, and it's not. It's not true. You know what I mean? They they don't... They, they hate this guy Biden. They, they hate the status quo. They hate... All that, you know, again, the Hillary Clintons and the Obamas and the and the and the fucking Bushes of the world, you know, and then, you know, Trump at the very least, you know, like him or not, he was representing something completely different. And dude, I mean, the whole Afghanistan thing, you could I mean, that's like another slap in the face to the left and the Democrats, because, you know, Trump did a good job and getting out of there and he had the plan and everything was great. And then these fucking people fucked it up. And how did they fuck it up? By saying, no, nah, we're not going to fucking leave. Because that's what, oh, that's what Trump wanted. And since Trump wanted to leave Afghanistan, we're not going to leave. And besides, you know, we're the fucking, you know, uh, neoliberal fucking, you know, assholes. And we're going to fucking stay here until whatever. But unfortunately, you know what I mean? For them, you know, um, the Taliban, you know, they didn't get that fucking memo. And then they here, fucking overran what, the country. Here's what I and think, Jose. Time, here's by the time Biden and these dickheads, you know, these fucking uh, Miley Cyrus or whatever, you know, um, the general Miley Cyrus or whatever, you know, trying to, you know, figure out what the fuck happened. It was already way too late. I would say way that our, it would have been a worse massacre. But anyways, go ahead. Sorry. I would say that the United States. Is that a, it probably Joe Biden, I don't believe intentionally had this turn into the disaster that it did because it really is a political disaster for, for the party Correct. that wants to maintain power being the Democrats. They would not have had it go this way if they didn't, if they, if they didn't want this, but the United States has a transition of power because we're a you know dem- democratic Republic. So we switch over every four years and this, and when you get to be, a superpower in the world and there's so much that the executive branch and how big our government is and how uh, that it takes a lot to transition when you're doing deals like this with the Taliban you're deciding hey we're gonna move here we're gonna get this we're gonna pull back there's a third party involved being that the Afghani military is kind of being paid by the United States but we're leaving and we're not gonna keep paying them so there's a lot of moving parts and then Joe Biden enters office transition of power and that's in and of itself would be okay so long as the two powers fighting over the powers uh, the levers of power in the United States don't distrust each other so much they investigate investigate each other they weaponize the alphabet agencies against one another they leak against one another in the agencies so when Joe Biden got in there he probably and his administration cleansed and i don't know if this is true but cleansed a lot of the people working on this project from the project and now suddenly new people were put in probably briefed 
but without a full understanding, because they're probably getting briefed on a lot, it's like when you take over a new project at work and you're like, whoa, uh, sure, I remember part of this, but I, I'm right, going to have to get right, in there and right, learn right. it myself on the ground, because anything this guy tells me, I have no idea if it's true or not anyways. I don't trust this guy. This is within the alphabet agencies, within the organizational structure. So it's like part of a pitfall of a transition of power when you have a combination of this huge government uh, empire across the world and distrust between the two political parties as you're transitioning. Yep. This happens. Yep. I mean, yeah, I mean, there you go. You got it. You hit the yeah, man. That's kind of basically it there. And it's just it's fucked up, man. It's kind of crazy to see this happening because like you, like you said, man, you know, the Democrat, do you think that the Democrat or, or the fucking, you know, the whole left agenda wanted this? This is like a fucking a bomb that blew up yeah, in their face. Yeah. The last thing they wanted. Yeah. But again, this is all, you know, this all happened because of their incompetence, you know, because they, you know, they were trying to do too much and they were trying to fucking, again, trying to push this fucking, uh, you know, whatever agenda that they're trying to push down everybody's throat. And uh, it's just not, it's just that dumb. So look, it, just like this blew up in their face, so is everything else. And you're going to start seeing, man, like I told you, you know, um, you know, all these, you know, hard times that we're about to start witnessing, um, you know, a lot of it, you know, again, it's, it's a good thing because we need these hard times in order to get to the better times. Uh, but, um, but these are, these are, this is it, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's, uh, it's the, it's, uh, it's the dealing with this stuff. You get what I'm saying? That we have to, as a country deal with it at one, whether we like it or not, you get what I'm saying? You know, um, and that's the thing. And so now, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're being forced to deal with it. And it's a good thing, I think. You know what I mean? To me, it's it's a great thing. Because it's definitely I think that a sign we... that something has to change. Because uh, right. clearly, we can't continue to not change when this is That's the type right. of thing that happens. So, yeah, I guess... I don't know if I take it as a good sign. I take it as an inevitable sign. I take it as uh, something that's going to only continue to happen. Let's read this article here. Nation abandons Biden on Afghanistan and fears uh, 500 plus... Uh, as fears of 500 plus will be left behind. The nation has, quote, turned sharply against Joe Biden's handling of the withdrawal from Afghanistan and fears his mistakes will leave hundreds of Americans behind. Biden's decision to withdraw, while initially endorsed by the nation, is now seen as a big mistake by a majority, according to the latest Rasmussen survey. Uh I don't really trust those surveys, but let's see what they say. <laughs> a majority of all voters have turned sharply against President Joe Biden on his handling of the Afghanistan no, I withdrawal. I trust it. <laughs> no, I don't trust them no matter what. Yeah, I know, I this know. might be run by the military industrial complex. Who knows? And, and most believe that hundreds of Americans will left, be left behind. Well, that's true. See here, look. Again, that here's that video of them walking in. Look, we even left the lights on for them, I guess. <laughs> that's a little weird. Uh, maybe you leave the lights on. If you're, you know what, I give you keeping the lights on because if you're leaving, you don't want to turn the lights off and then walk in the. Uh, you, you would you leave the lights on on a base that you leave? Yeah, man. This, I mean, it's, dude, that's like the. You know what I would do? Right? I put, you leave I the put lights the... on for you know, like yeah. You know, like, hey, hey, I... it was like, hey, when you're using the bathroom before you leave, hey, can you leave the lights on so that way I can see? Would you put yeah. like maybe I would have put like a security camera just hanging down? Thanks. Thank you. So that they know that they're being watched. You know what I would have done politically if I was Joe Biden on my way out of town, actually, especially after some Americans were killed? I would have taken on my way out. I would have last Friday when um, Americans were killed on Thursday, last Friday, I would have authorized the smallest possible nuclear bomb 
and I wouldn't have put it on anybody. I would have taken it out to the remote hills in Afghanistan. And on last night when we were flying out, I would have had that nuclear uh, arm plane that can drop it, swing around, and on remote hills in Afghanistan, drop a small nuclear weapon, not to kill anybody or hurt anybody, but just to send a message that, hey, if we're coming back, this is what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, here's next time we come in, we're not coming in like we came in last time. We're nuking you. That's what I would have done on my way out if I would have been Joe Biden. And having to make a decision as of last Friday, I would have dropped a small nuke in the hills. Just, just, just uh, you know, just, just one like, more you know, humanitarian. Just so, that, just, just so that they don't forget. Just so that they don't forget and that they understand what's next. And um, I'm sure it's a, it would be a huge humanitarian crime, as if those aren't happening all around the entire globe. So I would have done it. And I bet, I mean, can you imagine if Joe Biden dropped a small nuke middle of nowhere on snowy hills in the middle of nowhere? They have some of the tallest geography in the entire eastern hemisphere over there. Drop it right on the top. I don't know how small a nuke can be, but I guarantee you the rest of the West right now, the United Kingdom, everyone in the West, Mexico, would be looking at the United States a little bit different. It would change the scope a little bit if we dropped a nuke on our way out and Joe Biden came out as a strong leader and said, if we're going back, we're not losing people. The only ones losing uh, people would be you <laughs> with big nukes. Okay, let's Just keep... uh, one for good measure, huh? Just uh, is $35 billion, drop it on the mountain. Just in case. Okay, data shared by the Rasmussen poll showed just how far Biden has fallen in the eyes of likely voters since the suicide blast killed 13 Americans. 66% rate Biden's handling of the crisis as fair to poor, with 52% calling it poor. By a, a wide margin, likely voters called tomorrow's withdrawal a bad decision. And 51, these are all majorities, said that the policy will leave at least 100 Americans and maybe more than 500 Americans behind. Why would you ask the people being polled whether or not there's going to be Americans left behind? As if we know, we're just being told the propaganda. For all we know, there aren't Americans left behind, and that's just what we're being told. But everybody is telling us that, including the Democrats. So what are we supposed to believe? Who's telling us this, though? CNN? I'm just saying, why would the poll, it says 51% said the policy would leave 100 or maybe 500 Americans behind. Why would the people being polled know that? <laughs> How many Americans are going to be left behind, Jose? Uh, 100 or maybe 500? Here's a fake poll. Why are we picking the number? Is this write your own storybook? <laughs> Polling has slowly caught up to the concerns over the president's handling of the crisis and even his friends in the Senate, including South Carolina Lindsey Graham. Why are these his friends in the Senate? That's a Republican. Shows how fucked up this whole thing is. Lindsey Graham has suggested he be impeached over the disaster. Even his friends in the Senate, including the Republican Lindsey Graham? What is this shit show? Biden, however, is set to make a good on his promise to withdraw by midnight tomorrow. Oh, joy. Though he has indicated that some troops could re could remain uh, to find Americans. Nope, that didn't happen. Hmm. Can we read about the, before we move on from Afghanistan, I want to read about the Afghani economy. Okay. So here's an article and it says, Yay. Afghanistan's economy is in crisis after the Taliban takeover. 
the Taliban are in control of, of Afghanistan for the first time in 20 years. But while they no longer have any military opposition, they now face an economy. What about ISIS-K? Mm-hmm. What kind of bullshit is this? I thought ISIS-K didn't get along with them. What do you mm-hmm. mean they have no longer have any military opposition? Who just Damn. killed us then? Who just killed our troops? Okay. Mm, ISIS, I thought the uh, Taliban were very businesslike. ISIS-W, bro. Okay. So either they have military opposition and this article is wrong. Or, by, the way, by the way, we funded all of these groups in one shape, form, or uh, another. Shit happens. That's empire doing empire things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It happens. Okay. Sure. They now face an economy on the brink of collapse, which threatens to worsen an already devastating humanitarian crisis. Oh, no. I can't imagine what the humanitarian crisis would be like over there. Okay. When the militant group seized power on the 15th of August, Afghanistan's internal banking system froze up. Long queues have formed outside of banks, many of which are closed. And the ATMs that aren't dispensing money. Or, and there are ATMs that aren't dispensing money. Oh, yeah, I couldn't get that guy to fill up that ATM. <laughs> hey, excuse me. Excuse me, ISIS. <laughs> I'm just filling up this ATM, bro. No, you can't you. have the money. You got to go through the normal process of an ATM withdrawal. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just walking around with buckets of cash. <laughs> I'm just filling the ATM, buddy. Excuse me, ISIS K, if that is who you are. With limited access to cash, the people are becoming increasingly desperate. The economy was already extremely fragile having uh, and heavily dependent on aid. A nation is considered aid dependent when 10% or more of its gross economic domestic product comes from foreign aid, when it's GDP. So the majority of its people's transactional spending is actually coming from aid. Yeah, I bet that was all aid from the United States. You think? So in other words, we were the one that were making them a... Oh, but a dependent country by the way so did you hear that uh that what the democrats are about to send aid more cash money aid to the taliban yeah but i heard it's a crime to do it through the executive branch so they're going to do it through the united nations and then it'll be and then it'll Why be are we legal. Sending money to the taliban again Hey man, empires do empire things. I'm not actually, you know, honestly, I'm living in the world, right? Honk, honk. I don't believe in our money system, anyways. If we can use the money system to to our advantage, perfect. I just don't believe it's going to be to our advantage. But I, I actually have no problem sending foreign aid to places. To be honest with you, I'm well, not. I'm saying, just, I mean, only if it's in our strategic advantage, though. Again, every I mean, government should protect its people. Right, we're we're just leaving our Americans behind, right, and leaving our, our yeah, servicemen behind. I, I will yeah, say we we're giving money, but we're sending money and giving money to the Taliban's. What happened to like? Has anybody watched? I don't know. I should have known this, but like, for America's debt market and bonds, what's happened since this Afghanistan thing? Because you think there'd be a, if we have a little bit less influence, that would mean we have a little bit less. The dollar should have a little bit less power right maybe this is why cryptocurrency surged up a little bit about two weeks ago yes okay um when it became clear that the taliban would gain control of kabul western powers including the united states and germany suspended foreign aid to the country the world bank 
What was Germany doing? <laughs> That's weird. Western countries, including the United States, yeah, and Germany suspended foreign aid to the country. The world... Is Germany still trying to make good for their World War II thing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, United States, uh, yeah, we fucked up that one time back in 19... <laughs> 1930s. Uh, yeah, hey, we'll definitely <laughs> throw some they money. Already. Already our, cur our, yeah, our currency is not that great anyways. I guess the best thing we can do is just hitch our currency to the United States as much as we can. Hey, yeah, we'll print extra of our... What do they use in Germany? It's not rubles. What do they use in Germany? What's their currency? Uh, Franks? No, <laughs> we'll, that's... Uh, uh, Hitler's? Is it <laughs> Hitler's? Yeah, we'll yeah, print right. some of our Hitler's. You're going to get some Deutschmarks. <laughs> Suspended foreign aid to the country. That's so weird that Germany was doing that. The World Bank and the International Monetary Fund have also halted payments. You read the next paragraph, Jose. That's so weird that Germany was doing that. I can't read. I can't see it. It's, uh, it starts with foreign reserve. Yeah, foreign reserves of uh, Afghanistan Bank, DAB. The central bank have also frozen, have also been frozen. DAB has reserves of roughly of roughly nine billion, most of which is held in the U.S. Ajmal Amhani, the former governor of look DAB. at that dude, look at that dude. We were setting up a central bank over there, the DAB, the D Afghanistan Bank. Yeah, but again, listen, listen, listen. That's why we closed. Um, you know, anyway, that's why we're sending them cash aid because we're closing their bank accounts. It says we had. Nine, you can't make this shit up, bro. This we had nine so billion dollars. Ridiculous, bro. Dude, by the way, it was like. How the fuck are we sending them money, bro? It doesn't even look like we were. It looks like the DAB bank. Oh, now it, we're sending them money now. It said most of which is healthy now? United States. That's so weird. They have a central Not bank. The Afghan government, the Taliban's. Okay, continue. Anyways, he tweeted the Asmani, the former governor of the. The Afghan and Afghanistan bank tweeted last week that he fled the country on a U.S. military plane on the day the Taliban seized Kabul. By the way, Mr. Lodak, we're going to get to the crypto trading bots next. So just Let's do it now. <laughs> no, no, no. I just want to read what their economy is. This is actually the most interesting thing we've learned tonight about this, if this is all true. Okay, he said that the DABs reserved are held in a safe, liquid asset such as the United States Treasury bonds and gold offshore we can say as per international standards <laughs> yeah exactly hey we held them in uh, the united states bond uh market and uh gold offshore though in yeah that's right that's right in dollars and yeah, that's right you already know we can say okay let's continue while the economy is at a standstill the country is facing Wait, hold on then. we can say the accessible funds of the taliban are perhaps 0.1 to point two percent of afghan's total international reserves um which again it doesn't matter because these be the Af the taliban are then they 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 cash they do cash only and last week a biden administration biden administration official confirmed to the bbc any central bank asset the afghan government have in the u.s will not be made available to the taliban yeah no shit. well the, the thing is that people don't understand man the taliban and the Afghan government are two different things. And the Taliban are not trying to set and take over the Afghan government. They're not trying to be a government. 
-hmm. But anyways, while the economy is at a standstill, the country is facing an exodus of people with crowds rushing the crowds rushing the airport and try to escape Taliban rule. One money changer in Kabul told the Wall Street Journal that some landlords are even asking their tenants to stay in their properties for free because they fear that the Taliban may just take a house if it's empty. In a recent article in the Financial Times, Mr. Amani wrote that the claims I can't see. I can't see it's covered by that the, the that the, no Mr. Obani wrote that the Taliban could get sufficient revenue from illegal mining, opium production, or trade routes were over optimistic. So he does not believe that that's what's going to happen. He says that the Taliban revenue from such sources could be considered relatively large when only running in insurgency campaign. They are wholly inaccurate to operate a functional government. Well, they don't want to operate a functional government. I mean, look, you see, like in Afghanistan, they have a lot of mining, you know, crypto mining, you know, uh, what else? <laughs> Rock wow. mining. No, they have precious, they actually do have some precious rare metal. That's why China's mining. interested. Lithium, right? Exactly. That's why China cares. Taliban revenues from such sources could be considered relatively large only when running an insurgency campaign. That's right. On top of foreign aid, another 4% of Afghanistan's GDP was made up of remittances. That's from Germany, <laughs> according to the World Bank. That is, family members living outside of the country sending their money back home from abroad. This is meant uh, This meant that it was one of the countries most dependent on remittances in the world. So uh, people would come to the United States and start sending their money through Bitcoin back. Um, but in response to the Taliban's takeover of the Western country, countries halting foreign aid shipments, international transfer companies like Western Union and MoneyGram suspended their services in Afghanistan, effectively cutting off their supply of family money from abroad too. Announcing its decision last week, the Western Union said in a statement, we recognize that our services provide a vital channel for our customers to support their loved ones and we will continue to closely monitor the rapidly developing situation and keep our customers and associates appraised of any developments. As a result, there is no hard currency for civilians to access, the banks are almost all closed, and the people are unable to withdraw dollars. Because of the volatile political situation, the local currency, the Afghani, which was already low in value, is now even less, is even worth less. The people have been sharing their experiences anonymously on the Twitter account, Here Afghan Women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In another account says, uh, you know, the uh, Taliban use XRP. In another account, people have said that they've resorted to selling their household belongings on the street. Good morning from Kabul, where people sell their household items to buy food and try to flee to safety. Taliban announced last night that Afghans are not allowed to travel anymore, so we are officially imprisoned in the city now. Oh, so just like Australia. I don't want to get into Australia, but it's pretty bad over there. Did you hear what they're doing in Australia? So now if you're... Yeah, at least in Afghanistan. In fact, it seems like it's more free in Afghanistan, but anyways. It is, it is. In the past few days, huge lines have formed in front of banks all over Afghanistan, and the banks now don't even have currency. It doesn't matter if you have Afghani currency, because that money has lost most of its value, and the Nobody central... wants that shit. Yeah. Your dirty money. And the central banks, the resources, the assets that helped to really... Dude, the Afghani dollar was set up by the Afghani resistance force. It's connected to the Afghani central bank, which is all holding its funds in the United States. So yeah, the Afghani currency 
is absolutely useless. Okay. Um, you, you, uh, you want to see? I can't believe this article continues, but it's a great resource. I mean, want to see some Afghan soldiers doing jumping jacks? We'll put this in the link in the description so that you guys can all read about um, more about their economy. But that's interesting to see where they're going to go from here and how reliant they were on Western people, to be honest with you. So, no, I don't want to see the military doing those jumping jacks. We've all seen it on the news, Jose. But yeah, man, again, you see the Afghan military is pretty much useless, but the Taliban, they're not. They're very well-trained, you know, um, individuals. A lot of them even trained, um, you could even say, with uh, U.S. military tactics, you know, or Western military tactics. So hmm. anyways, but the Afghan army is, uh, you know, Joe Biden says the Afghan army is a well-trained and contains 300K well-equipped soldiers. <laughs> but anyways, but again, you know, this is uh, that army that can even do jumping jacks. How the fuck are they going to stop that giant uh, insurgents of... Um, a fucking uh, Taliban. That was just you know, one video, about, dude. The one that I was talking about earlier, you know? That the was one just, that was yeah, but the fact is, is that everybody's pointing out that Jumping Jacks video, and it's like, hey, you got them on a bad day. You caught them on like a... That was probably the drugged up batch. They probably caught them doing drugs, and they pushed them outside, and they said, do fucking Jumping Jacks. And here's a bunch of drugged up Afghanis trying to do Jumping Jacks, and we're pretending like that's their whole military. Hey, can I ask you a quick question? What? Go ahead. Do you know any friends? Do you have any friends or anybody that served in the military, like in the last 20 years has been out there? Plenty. Have you, Probably talked, to like, about, have you talked to them or asked them about any other time that this, they, as what, of what recently, they did out there? Well, no, I talked you to should. them. You should. You didn't even let me answer the question. I'm moving on, Jose. You didn't even let me answer the question. Clearly, you have a preconceived notion and a gotcha planned before you even I even answered the question. No, no, but I'm just saying. What do like, you mean? Like, really... I... <sighs> moving on. But I mean, again, man, these the Taliban army is just like a bunch of people that don't want to be an army, bro. And they were trying to train these uh, people that are like oh, stuck in, them. stuck in like 200 BC. Have you ever talked to them about it? Yeah, the Afghan people. Yeah, I do. I do. Oh, I interview. I actually interviewed. Yeah, okay. I actually interviewed like three Afghan soldiers. Oh wow, so cool. You know, yes, one. I is have. From Kabul. I actually. Yes, uh, I I know more. I'm. I was like pretty good friends when in high school with at least three people who went to Afghanistan, and I don't talk to them now, so I haven't asked them what they feel like now. But I know back in the time, they were like, "Wow, this is." A terrible decision to join the military after they were up for like two years. Like there wasn't one of them that was not counting down the right. days to get out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I mean, if you talk to them a little more, you'll find them a little more about what's really. And if any know, of like, them, I mean, if any of them, like one of them, doesn't regret joining, but at the same time, it's only because like his whole family line joined the like the Marines right, and right, always right, right. wanted to be a Marine. And he's, you know, that's the, that's his brotherhood. He doesn't know anything different than being a right, part of right. that. It doesn't matter if they had him counting chickens all day long and that would be, it'd be perfectly fine by him. No, I, I feel you. I know. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, again, like you said, man, almost everybody, if you hear what their accounts are of what they did out there, you know, you realize really quickly, you know, how fucked up, you know what I mean? It really, uh, it really wasn't. No, well, world. you realize that the, uh, that the wheel workings of an empire aren't that fun and they're not that rewarding and they're not that, uh, you know, they're pretty much stupid. And sometimes, you know, like 
You're literally. I mean, one, look, I mean, long story short, spending look, your... I've been watching. I've been watching like on things on like uh, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, and all these other things, and and there's so many misconceptions. We and a lot of people don't know. We know most of us don't know the real truth. We know a truth. You know, we know something. But at the end of the day, like you said, man, it's the empire, man. It's just like the big giant machine that it's just gonna fucking you know move in the direction it wants to move whether you like it or not and uh either you move get out the way right or fucking get squashed you know what i mean and and you know what so, i'm gonna do buy hex buy hex and what's that new coin that new cryptocurrency coin? no it's richard hart's new one it's called like well, it's not hex one? yeah it's called like pulse or something i don't know really? yeah no, I gotta get get in on that. Okay, so those moving into the next topic, somebody who I knew from high school messaged me, and he's always been into cryptocurrency. When he, mm. I, I basically connected, reconnected with him in 2018, because I forget where and how, but basically he posted something. Oh, uh, I think you told me the the fucking bathhouse. No, there was something in 2018 when crypto when. Bitcoin went from like 3,000 to like 20. He posted something and I reached out to him and I, because he was a cool guy and I reached out to him and I started talking about cryptocurrency. And then we, you know, he just basically gave me a rundown of a lot of stuff on it because I didn't know anything about it at the time. And this was back in 2018. It was like around Thanksgiving before the big pump. Everyone was making money. <laughs> so I bought into Tron and I made money off Tron. But, but, uh, anyways, now he randomly will connect to me and talk about things he's working on. And he's big into the NFT thing. And I don't know too much about how you get into the NFT thing, but he's doing some programming on one of those. And now he is setting up his, he's telling me about some trading robot that he's trying to hook up. And do you remember the, the kind it was? I was texting you about it. I was messaging Sorry, a sex a sex trade ro- robot no. a trade robot sexing sex no trade. it's a it's like a let me find it hey it's, it's a robot it's like a bot that trades for you right exactly and i'm wondering have you guys used one of these before let's see a lot of people use them and they work and they say they're awesome we gotta try one do, now do they take fees no the bots don't the fees come from the trades. Oh, you know really? I mean? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, yeah, because every time you do a trade that the bot initiates, mm-hmm. you got to pay for that. Well, the I mean, so I know that's where they take their money, though. That's where the role- I get to, if, you, if the bot trades too much, then you you know you lose all your money in fees. Okay. Let me Google the bot he mentioned. Called Quant Connect. Let's see. What's Quant Connect? Quant Connect. Google on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I can't believe Quant. out of every. Oh, wait, are you serious? After after all of this, you guys have been in this space longer than I have. Each and every single one of you. I've been in it for more than two years. You guys don't know a good trading bot. You guys haven't found one. No, so we don't trade. So this is like one of the most elusive things in the cryptocurrency space is a good trading bot, huh? Is it? Well, if you guys don't know of it, you guys are pretty deep in this space. 
I'm not that. I mean, I know what deep in what sense. Don't you own a good amount of cryptocurrency? So you think you would know? But out of, I mean, you try to keep up on it. Yeah, but I know about crypto, but I'm not like a trader. That's a different thing. Oh, okay. You're just a buy-in store. You don't think so? Uh, Mr. Lodak says, I've never used one myself, but I can say not all bots are created equally. Yeah, I would agree with that because it's just a program that should identify when to make certain trades. And you'd think you could program the robot to do to be as risky as you want it to be. Right? You should be able to tr program the robot to do things if you understood what you wanted it to do. It's just a... Yeah, I mean, basically, it buys and sells at certain price points that you exactly. want Exactly. And you're... Yeah, exactly. And you're, and you're wanting it to make... Accumulate value while it's doing it, obviously. <laughs> well, that's the idea, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do review i just want to see but i think the bot the whole thing with the bot is basically you got to know where to set it at what numbers to set it at and stuff you get what i'm saying like when to buy and when to sell when to set the right numbers that's really what matters it's not the, the bot will do whatever you ask it to it's just right. buying and selling you know it's gonna make I sure you got the right true. numbers so here's somebody on Reddit three years ago, which is not the best resource, but uh, sure, we'll go with that. And he goes, and I, I think Reddit's a pretty good resource for stuff like this, because I don't want to be reading advertisements. Okay, anyone using Quant Connect for live trading? I just want to know the general consensus about live trading, not backtesting on Quant Connect before I invest my time in learning it. Are you trading live on Quant Connect? Which time frame do you trade on? What is the latency and what are the limitations that you are facing? This guy goes, and mind you, this is three years ago, so that we should probably search for a more recent one. I've traded on QuantConnect.com for the better part of a year now and find that the platform is extremely stable and the tools are very easy to learn and use. Have access to the free market data for back testing is critical and the integration. Okay, let's see. I can run a fun. It can. I can. I run a fund that does all of its execution via Quant Connect, and have done so for about a year and a half. We find the system very stable and have had maybe three to four days with minor issues during this time. It's a great way to get to the market faster than writing the entire back end and live system yourself. When you deploy the live machines. You will do as well latency-wise as paying for other services that do this via a different program. Let's read more. I have been trading on live Quant Connect for about six months now. The platform is awesome in terms of allowing me to trade equities. Should we do a... Let's do some more. <laughs> it looks pretty good. I mean, that's pretty promising stuff. Yeah, we should try it out. I'm going to do more recent. I'm going to definitely do crypto. I want to see what, I mean, all I care about is crypto. Does, does Mitch have like bots or something? Nobody should. You know, I'd pay good money to be inside his program if he was the one programming bots to do what they were doing. And I just pay and I'm just in there and he's just occasionally running updates on the bots, making sure that anybody who's 
in the his program is um, only the ones allowed to use the bot. <laughs> At, you know, just like uh, most upgrades, that's what they're mostly for. Like how Apple purposefully put an update in the iPhone just to make old iPhones have to be upgraded. <laughs> Can you believe that shit? They literally did that, Jose. No, I know. No. Fucking iPhones. I, I hate that proprietary fucking... You know, I'm not a fan of the of shit like that. Like, I like uh, Android better, but... Mm-hmm. Okay, this guy goes, I've been looking at quantconnect.com to host some of my code. I like the fact that I can back... And this is into the subreddit algo trading, algorithm trading. I was looking, I've been looking at Quant Connect to host some of my code. I like the fact that I can backrest my code easily. Also, seems like they provide good libraries of indicators and there is an active support community. Can you guys share some feedback? This guy goes, I have been using it for almost a year and I like it as well. Support is, by the way, this was, wait a second. This was about six months ago. And I've been using it for almost a year and I like it as well. Support is active. I've had a few issues. Their environment makes it easy to back test, plot results, and go live. So back test must mean you can go back in time, test what the bot would do and if it would make money, and see if it would make money in a like going back in time and testing what you're gonna have it do, but in the past. That's what I'm assuming, because they keep talking about this backtesting thing, and that has to be what it is. And that would make the most sense. Like, running the algorithm on past history of price action. Okay, the plots go results and go live. Migration shouldn't be too hard once you get used to the functions. This guy goes, I was quite a novice at coding. A few years on and off as a hobby. They made it relatively easy to get started with algorithmic trading. No complex back-end setup needed. Just learning their syntax and functions. And then I wonder I if those try... are real or not. You know, like real. They are. You think Reddit? No, dude, Reddit's... Uh, I, you, you should trust this more than you should trust any article that gets pushed on some news page. Which... No, no, I'm saying, but like some of the comments or whatever, are, you know what I mean? Like it might be fake yeah it could be could be um back testing is the primary reason for my inclination towards them i will try it thank you no problem yeah the back testing is really great people here are always looking for the data or for data but uh again i guess qc provides it to you to plug into your algorithm and makes it easy to work with the back test account for the spread uh they back the back tests account for spread and all of that too, though they cannot account for slippage, of course. But in my experience with liquid assets, it's very accurate to live trading. This guy goes, I like it, or I use it, I like it. Debugging sucks though. So debugging a program sucks. Agreed, I've tried several programs and I love this program. One tip regarding debugging, you can set up a Visual Studio. My God, look at all these comments. I like Quant Connect and have moved my trading have moved my trading <laughs> firms and algorithms to their servers. I used to spend fifteen hundred dollars a month for an IBM bare metal server. Now I spend five hundred and sixty dollars a month for two top level servers on QC with gold level tech support. Their tech support is worth it and actually saves me consulting fees. Holy what? 
What does uh, Lister Lodak think of all this? He'd be the one that... Uh, and Opie Taylor, I know he's... Uh, Sounds scammy as fuck. It does, but... Look at this. I thought about a bot to trading while I was at work, but never bought one. And then you, get a, you can make your own bot. You can create your own bot. Mr. Lodak goes, if Mitch could code, I'd totally buy his software. Yeah. Think about that. I think it's actually pretty easy. It's just getting somebody that knows how to code, and then he tells them, you know? Yeah, you can get on Fiverr. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get someone on Fiverr to do it. Come on, Mitch. Have, uh, have Brad. <laughs> tell Brad to, to do it for Mitch. It's actually a good idea, so. <coughs> Seriously. Shout out to you guys. People, everybody will buy that shit in a heartbeat. I would. Mr. Lodak goes, in other words, if you use a bot in an illiquid asset and no trade volume, you can get wrecked with a bot. That makes sense because you could get put into a position that you can't sell out of. Opie says, a dude told me to look into solid state batteries to invest in. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like the future, man. Yeah. I agree, Opie. Opie goes, bots are good in a sideways market. No slippage equals low volume. Oh, very good. That makes sense. Yeah, I guess... So it seems like this quantum thing or this quant, whatever it's called. Quantum mechanics. The quantum mechanic part of trading is you kind of got to know what you're doing. All it is is a, it's like a software tool that will place trades so long as you program it correctly and you give it access probably to your funds and then it just codes the hell out of it, you know. So it just goes, hey, we place, we place, buy, we place, sell, we place, buy, we place, sell. But you still have to tell it what to do like what you were saying earlier. So for people like me and you, that like we don't know how to set it up probably. So we would need somebody like Mitch Ray or somebody who actually knows what they're doing to set up right. a bot. I'm a little surprised the market hasn't seen more people trying to sell their trading algorithm because apparently you know it works. All I got to do is buy it from me and I'll send you my trading algorithm and this shit works. Maybe it's illegal to do. Maybe you can't sell a trading algorithm. Because maybe there's like an implied promise that it works. Or maybe it like steps too closely into the brokerage firm type activity where you're placing and selling assets in behalf on behalf of somebody else and you have to be licensed for that. Huh. <laughs> Even though you're not actually, it's just your trading bot is that you just sold to somebody. Opie says it sucks to get hacked by. Uh, it would suck to get hacked by your bot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Mr. Lodek says, much? "Do it live. Go all in." <laughs> Which trading bot should I use? I'm going. I'm putting all my crypto into a trading bot. That would be hilarious. I'm gonna start doing Bitcoin shorts. Bitcoin what? Short, short stories. Short stories. <laughs> there once was a man named Shatoshi. And he liked the Afghani people. Yes, yes he did. Yes, he did. He's a big Afghan. Afghani. Yeah. Anyways, Afghani. that's probably all we'll do about the trading bot. I got no other ideas on that one. Cause I mean, how, how, where can we get a trading bot? I don't, I don't know, know, man. 
Can we do a search? Hey, how can I get a trading bot? No, we're moving on. Here, I want to show you guys this. This is interesting. Why are we trading bots? Because the people, people don't care that much. I want to trade them my bots. This is brand new news, Jose. Brand new news. Nick Cannon has changed his name to Nicholas. No, here's the news. Windows 11 is shittier than before. No, because right now we don't have Windows 11. All we have is Windows 10. But Windows 11 will roll out on October 5th as Microsoft hypes up the new hardware. Or as Microsoft hypes up new hardware. Windows 11 is not hardware. So I wonder what's going on here. So you know how everybody's using Windows 10. Here comes Windows 11. I heard already people, people, I watch tech channel and they've been using Windows 11 and it's pretty kind of shitty. They don't like it. Really? Okay. Can you give us more or should I read this to learn more? I'll read. Yeah, read it, read it, yeah. Microsoft has named October 5th as the rollout day of Windows 11 through the IT giant's determination to support only, uh, though the IT giant's determination to support only relatively recent hardware will limit its adoption. That's a good thing. You don't want all of these old ancient technology, like PCs to be forced to switch to Windows 11. That's a good thing, actually. The general manager, Aaron Woodman, posted the new date and said that it is the first version of the new era of Windows, highlighting its refreshed design and the new Microsoft Store, the integration with Teams. No way. We're all going to have Teams? That's what we use at work right now. Interesting. We're going to all have Teams? You know what that's like? That's like all of us having a, you know, a Discord server set up within our computer or PC right from the beginning. It's like the new Skype. They don't use Skype anymore. So Teams is what it's all about. That's interesting. Interesting. And Microsoft 365. The rollout will be gradual with free with the free upgrade coming first to the new eligible devices and then to existing compatible models based on hardware eligibility and reliability metrics, age of the device, and other factors that impact the upgrade experience. All supported devices should be offered an upgrade by the middle of 2022. What a slow rollout this will be. Is this it? Can we take a look? Yeah, but I keep hearing hard stories. This sucks balls. What, this is what it'll look like. Oh, cool. Look at that. Dude, it kind of looks like Mac at the bottom. You notice how the desktop at the bottom has the taskbar right down there? Oh, it is like it's centered. Interesting. So the taskbar at the bottom is centered. Everything else pretty much looks the same. Hmm. That's the Microsoft Store that they're hyping up. <laughs> Pretty lame. Pretty lame, Jose. Yeah, again, it's uh, again they're trying to be too much like Apple or whatever. Yeah, everything's trying to be like what it's not, you know? Okay, let's see. Keep reading just to see if there's any other stuff that we need to let the audience know about. Just going <laughs> to browse through it. Most of Woodman's posts dedicate... Uh, nope, nope, nope. Nope. Dell said in a press release, starting on October 5th, most PCs for sale 
will come with Windows 11 pre-installed. Business PC users may purchase the Windows 10 Pro pre-install with Windows 11 Pro license included, allowing you to upgrade to 11 when it's ready. Last week, Microsoft released Windows, the Windows build da, 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 to its insiders community with new features included, the, including the Microsoft 365 widget. You know, I've never had a good experience with a widget ever. Have you ever had a good experience with a widget? Not really, unless it's like a calendar or some shit like that. Yeah, like, you know what? Maybe the best widget I've ever had is like a cryptocurrency market watch widget. Or like, hey, the Dow Jones widget. And I put it on my phone and I just flip over to a screen and there it is. It's watching the Dow Jones. Nice little widget. I'll show you a widget. All right. <laughs> okay. This widget will appear with only on only the PCs where the user has signed in with the directory account. Is it a freshen up? Uh, it says the sting in the tail of Woodman's post, though, is a warning that certain features require specific hardware. No shit, Sherlock. That's not a sting. That just means that the operating system is requiring more capabilities because it's going to try to do more. It's actually a good thing, honestly. I think. <laughs> I mean, you would hope that they could code it so it actually takes less space and it's just so much, it's like efficient code. And it takes nothing to run it. It's just so, you know, just better design. And it can even run on your ancient PC. And it just makes your PC even faster, actually. It's not always the case, though. Especially if you're going to have, like, a widget place. The widgets take up a lot of space. Widgets. Yes. Okay, anything? Can we get Windows... But, it doesn't. It doesn't even say what the I mean, what it's supposed to do. Well, I mean, it's just an upgrade. It's from Windows 10 to Windows 11. Usually, like it's like, like you know, I, they went they went through the list. You know, like the tech people, and it's like one Windows is good. You know, for example, like Windows. Uh, I forgot. I forgot the order, but like you know what I mean. But like basically, one version of Windows is good, then the next version is bad. You know, it's like Windows 7 is good, Windows 8 is bad, Windows 9 is good, Windows 9 10 is Look bad. Look at this, dude. Whatever. It says Microsoft. So Windows 10 was great. So that means Windows 11 sucks. This is Microsoft's first major operating system in six years. It's been since 2015, I guess, when they did something this big. Windows originally released in 1985. Mm -hmm. Windows delivered $6.6 billion on PCs running Windows 10 that have the necessary so I don't know how I'll feel about this new one but I wasn't a great fan of Windows 10 you know this wasn't for me See if we can't get Jose back in here right before the end of the show. The internet's running terribly, though.
Hopefully we're live. Hopefully we're live. But yeah, I wasn't a big fan of Windows 10 even, so I uh, I never really liked the software that's currently on it. So I hope it's a little bit better, and I hope they don't continue down the track that they're going down. But it looks definitely like that's what they're doing because you can see from the software that they're making it look more and more like a Macintosh computer and less and less yeah. like the original. Hey, dude. And less and less like the original Windows. I was telling them that I like the original Windows, Jose. Yeah, the original Windows, the one from 1995, was great. Wasn't it? Like with the start bar right there. Just... Yeah, man. Very clean. Give me the give me yeah, give me the good shit. That shit was amazing, honestly. Actually, yeah, I use Windows 95. Yeah. Windows XP. Yeah, Windows XP. I actually I liked everything about it. I liked the silver about it. I liked uh it looked like you were really going into the internet. It's almost like a throwback. They should make on these new operating systems, they should have like an old school mode where you could just click the start thing and click old school and then there you are. Blue background, silver start bar, the Dell flag, the thin text. I can't think of, it. I can't think of anything else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about crashing, fellas, but we're back. Yeah, we crashed into a brick wall. Yes, it's okay. You know, we've uh, we've we've crashed into harder objects. It's true. Face first. It's true. You got any topics you want to wrap the night up with? Um. Yeah. Then I send you some topics. Let's look at the search. Let's look Just at the. Tell me about them, because I don't want to pull that video up. My computer. No. Yeah. Yeah. Take it. it was did like. Did you old, hear? Did you school. hear about the? Did you hear about the retro game scams happening? No. What's going on? Oh, I was just. Uh, I hope you knew. <laughs> Anyways. No. Um. Yeah. So basically, now, um, you know, people are betting or buying like. Like original Nintendo uh, Mario Brothers sealed in the box for like two million dollars and shit, and they're really like buying like and spending a lot of money and on on old video games and uh, and then it's created like another like secondary like black or fake market and uh, yeah man long story short you know like a lot of people they are keep finding new avenues in which to put their money in. And as like, you know what I mean? Because they, they don't trust the dollar. They would rather say, instead of keeping these dollars or this money, I would rather just buy like, I don't know, this vintage video game, like this fucking original Mario that I know is going to fucking be worth uh, double this in 10 years. You know what I mean? True. Like but a probably not. Yeah, like, no, I think it could be like a collector item. Yeah, but I think but the, what, the, what the whole thing that they're saying is that people are overpaying for some of these things already. So for them oh. to find, you know, like again, $2 million for... A, a a brand new Mario game, you know, like the original Mario from back in the day, sealed in the box. I don't know, man. The way the world is going, it's more and more technology, and this is one of the original pieces of innovative technology, and you can get one in a box. Yeah, but there's multiple of those. It's not like there's just one. If there's one, only one, I get it. You know, what I mean, only one left in existence. 
sure, two million, but there's multiples of those in many conditions. It's just a sign know. of inflation. I mean, I, I exactly. get it. Dude. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's like, what like here's what the, here's that's the point I'm making. Yeah. Here's what's going on. Somebody who might have otherwise put that money into stonks. real real estate stonks, stonks or something else, like this, Dogecoin, you know, something. You know, um, a, a pyramid scheme. He decided I'm restaurant gold silver instead. Any this, investment. Yeah, this person decided. You know what? I see a, I see the chance. I see a opportunity to. I'm just gonna buy something that I know will never be created again. No original Nintendo will ever be created again, and I'm gonna hold it for like 35 years. I'm betting that this is gonna be worth more than two million dollars. I'm betting it's gonna be worth like 4.5, maybe even seven million dollars. I'm gonna double my two million by just keeping yeah, this like in a fine fucking art, box. You're right. But you're right. It's like fine art. You know, Correct. it's like, yeah, it's, like a, like, it's an original Picasso. Yeah, yeah, it's an original, it's an original Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> so I see it actually. I don't even blame whoever's doing it. You know, it. fuck Picasso, right? Pikachu, bro. <laughs> yeah. Pikachu. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's an original Pikachu, bro. Original Mario or whatever, dude. And then yeah, man, that's the whole point. You know what I mean? Like now, like you know, people that collect like fine art. Or collect fine, you know, um, collectibles. You know, whether it's like a, a baseball card or comic books or whatever. You know, the really, really expensive ones. Well, I mean, again, you know, now as we live in the world that we're living in, I think more and more people are starting to figure out and get and understand, you know, why people put their money in these collectible type things. I mean, not all collectibles are going to make you money. You know, what I mean, a lot of collectibles are going to just, you know, it's bullshit. But if you get like the like certain things like the original Nintendo game, you know, like it's super perfect quality, or you get like a fucking original Pikachu or like a fucking Picasso or whatever, you know, that's like a, a major, you know, it's like a very valuable thing. That, yeah, it's, it's just be placing your bet on where, but I, I right. totally agree with the Nintendo one. Like that's one of the first pieces of innovative, fun technology, and it's, I totally see that being valued valued at a pretty high. So do you think stage. Pikachu? Do you think Pikachu will 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 listen will last as long in history as Picasso? <laughs> Potentially, not really. But Picasso and Pikachu are in the same realm. I think the original. Yes, actually, I I totally could see that happening, especially when you have civilizations on Mars. They're going to be like, if you have civilizations of humans on the moon and they're growing up on the moon. You think they're going to care more about Picasso from, oh, yeah, the Enlightened period. What were they so enlightened about? Or the 1990, 1980 original oh, no, but Nintendo piece of technology that basically birthed their whole society, you know, computers. No, no, but they can appreciate both. I think, I think the idea is more like, let's say if you're on Mars, you'll probably have an NFT with you. You're not going to have a fucking Picasso or even a Nintendo game. Or, or a Pikachu, you know, or, or a comic book or whatever, you know what I mean? Because it's like these things are like physical things and you, you're living in a digital world. You know, you're a digital girl living in a digital world. And so, you know, you're going to get like an NFT, you know, like a fucking NFT representation of your Pikachu. I totally agree. That's why, honestly, that's actually a great fucking idea. And I'm surprised two years ago we didn't think to go around and start buying these original mint nintendo items 
original pieces oh of they've technology. been buying these things for the longest time bro uh, this is nothing new all this collectible all this bullshit is nothing new it's just damn it's just it's just like a new story because again these things are even going and going up in price to the point where like the market is is becoming oversaturated it's becoming it's just like the same thing that's going on with uh the stock market Real estate. And, the, and the shit coin market the crypto market you know everyone's like oh let's get uh, you know this new shit coin you know what i mean um, so that's, I mean, that's it. It's just that the funny thing is that it's even, it's affecting every market, even like the, the fucking vintage video game market or whatever, you know, like, uh, Mr. Ridiculous. Government, I'm going to need another stimulus because I can't afford a collectible item that I really want. That's right. That's right. I need to buy this new, uh, Mr. Mr. Government, collectible. I, need, I need to buy a new Lego collectible, uh, fucking Star Wars set, uh, <laughs> mint, little mint edition. Mr. Government, I can't afford my collectible items no more. You fucked up, Joe Biden. <laughs> you know, I have a shot of revolution. Revolution. You sound like you're ready for a revolution. Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the Bernie the most, Sanders. Joe Biden is the most popular president in U.S. history, bro. Facts. You didn't know that? He got more votes than any president in the U.S. Definitely not more popular, but he might have been the most, like, I mean, Trump might have been the most, the, I, I would believe. That what do you mean Trump, he's the more popular? He got more votes than any if president he did, in history. If he truly did. It's he's only more popular because, than George Washington. It's bro. only because the propaganda campaign against Donald Trump was unlike anything ever seen in America. Biden history. is more popular than George Washington. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's more influential. <laughs> he might be actually by the time it's all said and done. They're gonna put Joe Biden on the fucking uh, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> there won't be a Mount Rushmore when he's done. <laughs> it'll, oh. it'll be George Floyd Mountain. <laughs> George Floyd, yeah, that's right. George, George Floyd and Floyd. Trayvon uh, George Brown. Floyd, Colin Kaepernick, right? Who else? Trayvon Brown. <laughs> oh my god. Making my What's way, that? making my way to South Dakota, looking at George Floyd Mountain. George Floyd Mountain, here we come. Making my way. George Floyd Mountain, George Floyd Mountain. Joe Biden sitting right up there next to George Floyd. You know that's right. <laughs> Joe Biden. Hey, so what do you think, bro? What do you think about President Kamala Harris? You think we're going to get her or you think it's going to stay Joe Biden? I think... It all depends on what happens in the 2022 midterms, and they're going to – if Joe Biden does not perform well, they are not entering a, pre, a new presidential campaign with Kamala Harris as a new candidate. They are going to make the transition and try to become – make the 2024 election an incumbency, incumbency president for the existing president, Kamala Harris. And they're going to try to make it a new black power, black woman First female, they'll completely rewrite the script if Joe Biden cannot do okay in the 2022. And it might not even matter. Really? You think that they're going to make, like, they're going to try to push, like, Kamala to be president in 2024? Before really? 2024, so that she can have the incumbency advantage. Yep. Huh. I think politically that would be the smart thing. I don't think that they, they can put, like, AOC up there. She's still too young. They got it, dude. They can't just take the black woman that they had vice president and not give her the presidency ticket. I mean, they, they could have given it to Michelle Obama. Damn it, she's better. Michael, I mean, Michael, I mean, Michael Obama. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, honestly, I don't want Kamala Harris to be president as much as anybody else doing that. But Kamala Harris doesn't want Kamala Harris as president, bro. In fact, if Kamala Harris gets president, they'll probably assassinate her, and then Pelosi will become president. And then I'm going to the moon. Let's read some of the comments. Let's peace out until Thursday night. We'll be back on Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern. That's 8 p.m. Central in the United States. We'll be back to give you guys the latest developments around the world. With a Can you focus. imagine if Pelosi becomes president? That'd be bad. Opie what would says, you do, bro? Harris, is, you? Harris is going to make the changes we need. Yeah, that's right. Now you're talking like a true... Uh, comrade. Kamala. Kamala Thank Harris you. is going to be the best president we've ever had, bro. She's going to fucking... They're going to put her on Mount Rushmore next to Floyd. And they're talking about kill switches. Very good. Duck hunt don't work on new I think uh, I think uh, Biden is the kill switch for the USA. Yeah, he might be. <laughs> you know what, though? The mainstream media has kind of turned against him with his activities in this not that it's going to matter they're going to push the democrats yeah, because they want him to stay they wanted them to stay in, in afghanistan even though he couldn't they definitely did not i mean they're trying to either build their credibility back up by taking shots at biden in this moment or not even they are willing to cover for the democrats or their establishment owners don't like the fact that they are invested in american assets and the and the american establishment is lessening the power of America around the world. So they see their own value deteriorating. So yeah, they're not, they're not happy with Joe Biden. Nobody's happy. Literally nobody's happy with Joe Biden's activities in Afghanistan. And that's why I say investigate the heck out of them. If the Republicans are a true opposition party right now, you investigate and you do not let people move on. You got to just keep focusing on Americans died. Joe Biden left Americans behind. There's actively Afghanis who are chanting death to America and Joe Biden gave them a bunch of military equipment. There's all those three reasons and probably more because there was missed opportunities in there at multiple times where the Taliban offered the United States to take security role in Kabul before they went in there. So in other words, investigate it and just focus on it because it's going to help you win, help the United States get uh, the Democrats out of power, which is very important if we want to maintain the American uh, experiment for a good amount of time more. There's nothing that we're going to do to fix the American... Uh, there's nothing that we're going to do that's going to fix the American... What's it called? I think Joe Biden is the equivalent of Destiny. the USA chugging a, a, a bottle of Drano. The American destiny will not will never be altered because the American mind is poison. But the Republicans were just handed a huge gift. And I'm sorry that it took a lot of like American lives to do it, but or you know, 13 of them, and then truly terrible policy. But if the Republicans cannot capitalize on this. My God. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Opie says, how could you say that he has an 80% approval rating? Who has an easy what? Joe Biden? I don't know about that one. Maybe. What surprised me? His approval rating is like 13, bro. Have you seen how the like the real swing factor is all the dead people? They just love the guy. There's <laughs> <laughs> still Democrats out there. There's still people defending Biden. I know. Oh, I know. It's so crazy, man. We're living in clown world, bro. I'm telling you. I I don't even want to do the like what aboutism. <sighs> I'm not gonna do it. It'll take too much time, and I'm not willing to do it, and we're losing our internet connection. So, Jose, any last words before we are back on Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central? I want to say a special thank you to all of the people in the comments, Opie, Lodak. Uh, I saw Cody hop in there. Um, my God, why do I start listing people off? I should never list people off. I saw... Um, some people from D live and help me out, Jose, who else was in the chat? I know that there was a guy I missed. I forget his name right now, but oh, anyways, was, uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find him. Yeah. He was in the, what the fuck? Oh, I forgot. Now I had to restart the thing. Dude, he was in your six, three K subscriber video yesterday too. I, I sent a load him there. I forget his name though. Uh, uh, oh God! Uh, one second. Clay. Clay Thomas. Yes. Clay Thomas. Clay Howell. Clay Howell. And I think I saw um Karen out there too, or something. Thomas the Train. You mean, I think you're talking about Thomas the Train. <laughs> yeah. Well, remind me never to start listing names again because it's just a terrible thing to do. But we appreciate. My point was is that we really appreciate all you guys seriously, and we'll be back on Thursday night. We're going to cover more of the downfall of the United States, apparently. And we'll see what the... Re well... <laughs> you said it. No, I didn't say it. I didn't say nothing. Well, this is a little different. I mean, look, admitting it is the first step, bro. Okay. No, okay. This, this is something a little bit unique. Mr. Lodek says, good, a live experiment. You've proven you listen to the media and you still can't follow the money. Oh, my God, Mr. Lodek. <laughs> Do not get us started. We are continuing on with our exit, and we'll be back on Thursday night. Check the links in the description. Jose has his own podcast. I'm sorry, his own YouTube show. And uh, so check that out in the description. Uh, thanks so much, guys. We'll be back Thursday night. <laughs> night, guys. Bye. Your leftist ass like corn on the cob. I'm ready. I will. I'll tell him, oh, I killed a cow out.